Politic Podcast, the show for normal Americans. From this undisclosed bunker, here's your host, Tony Reed. As far as Republicans are concerned, they'd rather the bills at your kitchen table be higher so the tax bills of corporate conference rooms and big mansions can be lower. In this case, let me tell you something. Nothing will be more expensive for American families than a no vote on the Build Back Better plan. And welcome back to Flyover Politic Podcast. It's the 9th of December, year of our Lord, 2023. Start out with that, just reading off a card, no emotion, bullshit. It's just bull. And we'll get to it in a bit. Because we're going to start out today with our fun shit first. Going to do some music reviews, then some politics, then tic-tac, paddywhack, give a dog a bone, and close out with some more politics. We're going to try to mix mix it up today and do a little different thing. So let's go straight into our music review. Okay, we're going to start with uh, Sleep Token. This is the first time they've ever played "Bring Me or Take Me Back to Eden, which is one of my favorite songs. It is a masterpiece. And he played it in Germany. Um, they have just sold out Radio City Music Hall, which we for a second thought, hey, why don't we go up there and see that? That would be really cool. But um, it was already sold out. This is a pretty long song, so I'm just going to be quiet and let it roll. Um, Once again, it's so fucking different. Today, Santa got me a shirt. 
the oldest guy wearing a sleep token shirt. Here it comes.
about to fucking scream and go off. Okay, great freaking song, just an amazing band. And then from Orion Reacts, and um, some reason the pause wasn't on. Uh, Orion Reacts and uh, Metal BRB, they came out, the, the band's called The Architects, they're from London, and I, or England, I guess London's not a place. Uh, well, it is a place, but that's not what I was shooting for. Um, They've been around a long time. I just never heard of them. I never got into metalcore. This just wasn't my thing. And all of a sudden it is. So it came out this week. It was a huge release. It was on all these channels. Everybody was talking about it. Blah, 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 blah. And I didn't want to like this. Because I really don't want to get into this genre. Um, back in the day, I would mock this. The screamo, high-pitched guy talking about his feels. Um, but for some reason, since I'm <laughs> going through pro pause and it's me getting in my feels, this music just all of a sudden just hit. And so this is... The architect seeing red, it's screaming, it's that weird thing that I never liked, but the hook is so good, the chorus, this guy can sing his ass off, reminds me a lot of Chester Bennington, so this is their latest release. Right there, it's awesome. 
Jazz. mommy did not love him but I do that is just like it's so good I want to repeat that shit again I don't even know why this is not my genre I this is not what I listen to but my fuck that is an awesome song it's the first song I've sent to my son because he's into this stuff um because he sent me music and a lot of times you know I really like the guitars um I'm and you know Matt, uh, Matt uh, K, not Matt O, a guy I worked with. He's this is his, him and his wife's genre. You know they're tatted and have uh, earplugs and they're really fucking cool. Um, stuff that I was too ballist to do. I couldn't even get a sleeve. I mean I always wanted to sleeve, but I thought, well, it's not proper, blah 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 blah. So I got a half ass, you know, stopped one with my wife and didn't really get what I wanted and yeah, I just wish I would have gone all out and got the whole thing. Um because I wanted her hand you know my hand or name. I always liked that. But she wouldn't let me because she said old people don't do that. I'm like, who gives a fuck? I don't see anybody. But this is theirs, and I just never really like the blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, or somebody's just fucking screaming all the time. But that one, yeah, yeah, I like, I like that. I, 
I like that a lot. That was really a kick-ass song. Okay, so um, then uh, from Orion Reacts um, this week, and then we're going to have a couple fun ones, and then we'll head on back into politics. This is uh, My Endless Winter, and it's therapy. And I haven't given the song a whole listen, so I don't know if it's good or not. I know I'm yelling, so I have both earplugs in, because this music's really good. So here is uh, My Endless Winter Therapy. What if I'm bleeding like I'm made of glass? What if I'm so afraid of the past? Well, nice guitar. That's a little different. Cool. 
Nah, I probably need that, I think. That's not bad. So it's it's worth a worth a listen. I'm gonna have to look these guys up because I, you know, the architects. I've listened to a lot of their music. Um, I guess they got dogged, and that song was a response to getting dogged by their fan because they didn't um, stay hard. They went soft, and people were criticizing that song. And yeah, I, I didn't. I think that seeing reds. That fucking thing is cool. That's a good song. So My Endless Winter. I'm going to have to give them a listen. Here is some um, short bits that I got off uh, Instagram and a mother on Tic Tac Paddywhack. I thought it was really funny, so I figured I'd play it in the music section. So here is a girl singing uh, Christmas carols. And this is one of these girls that you look at and go, "This." I think she'd break me. Yeah, that scares me. That's a bit much. Okay, uh, the next one. Um, let's do another one that's about the uh, Christmas season. Of course that isn't a Christmas music. Um, That's pretty fun cool. That that's cool. That reminds me of my wife. That's something she do. Uh this one I don't know if this is true. I think it's a fucking church church and it I just thought it was really funny because it's fucking Ramstein and they're all I bet. I don't think they're worshiping Jesus. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not a religious person, but I'm just thinking, I don't think God's there. All right, this is the mom, and these are really funny. She does like four or five of these, and it came up my feed. I don't follow anybody, of course. I just do what I find, and this shit was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Having trouble trying to sleep. Now, for the for the record, yeah, when I um, would take the kids, this is the kind of shit I do, and they fucking hated it. But then later, that's all they listened to. Um, you know, they listen to Nevada, Godsmack, shit like that, and they would be so embarrassed when I'd roll into their school playing this shit. Um, but later they realized that was cool. I'm counting sheep but running out. 
time ticks by Still I try No rest for cross-ups in my mind On my own, here we go Which is, I think, I think that's really cute, um, especially for a mom. And then this is the second one that she's a little more funky. Peace up, Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Really? That is just so cute. That uh, that chick's fun. That's funny. Here's the uh, cute girl that did the rock stuff, and she had another one. Um, Matt, you need to find this girl. You need to marry her. Bring her to Thanksgiving so I can look at her. I just want to look. Um, I can send you the address. He didn't bring his phone, so... Oh, I can give you the address. No need. Can't hurt. Might hurt. That was just more to look at her. She's really pretty. This is a band that put this up, and I laugh my ass off on this. It might be not as funny to everybody else, but with all the, you know, Taylor Swift's been uh, nominated for 45,000 awards, and she's the greatest and time person of the year. And, you know, she's talented, and as I've stayed on the show, I'm her in a dress kind of fucks me up. I can't breathe. Um, but her music just, you know, it was not my style, but it seems to be everybody's style because she sells a shit ton of records and she's super popular and blah, blah, blah. But this this one was if her music was good. And I just think this is really ingenious. <laughs> I would buy an album if she did that, man. Now that's just fucking hilarious. That that is so fucking hilarious. That that I would, I've said it before. She's very artistic, very good. But my God, if she would just put a couple power chords in her shit, have an occasional, not screaming, but you know, some guitar, just some dirty fucking guitar, deep fucking drop. Beautiful riffs. It'd be so awesome. Um, but she doesn't. And then uh, the lady that's a uh, singer for um, my new band, uh, Spirit Box. I've listened to a lot of their music, and she she does the scream stuff. And um, yeah, she's she's gets gets her scream on. She. Sorry, I clicked the wrong button. She did a, uh, it's like a Instagram thing. So this is about how she writes her music. A couple of sentences. It, it's not possible yet. I am still working on being more concise. But um, it is about someone who becomes self-aware to the like the futility of their existence, and then. Each time they are given the, this gift of like rebirth or alternate timeline, um, alternate existence that their soul goes through, um, each time they 
even if they aren't aware at the beginning, um, throughout each song, they struggle to like overcome their doom or their fate, you know, depending on if you're looking at it negatively or positively. And each time uh, this narrator doesn't overcome their demise, their life ends, and they start anew in a new timeline. So this was in regards to Ultraviolet. And, um, you know, I love that song. It's very uh, sensual. I actually said that. I couldn't believe I typed that as a male. But they liked it. The band did. Um, And it's haunting because it is about looking at yourself from a different aspect. And I think all of us, if you're older, all of us look back and go, man, what the fuck happened to me? Um, Where did I go as a person, either through relationship or going through um, work or whatever? We all grow and, you know, you end up being at a certain place that you just stop and go, what the fuck happened? Because this wasn't, this is wasn't this wasn't where I was heading. At least that's not where I thought I was head, heading. And you end up there. And um, with relationships, there's always the give and take. And you know, I think a lot of us get to a point in a long marriage where, like, I'm giving, another person's taking. And there's time in my marriage that she was giving and I was taking. Um, and you weren't thinking about the other person and putting them first. Um, you know, now I'm I'm in the phase where we're roommates, and and that sucks. So songs like this really hit me, um, because I don't remember the point where it happened. I don't remember where we went from the couple that everybody used to look at and go, "God damn, um, I wish our marriage was like them." To we're roommates, and. You know, a lot of it's just to do with life, medical problems. You know, it, it's all self-explanatory in the end. But it still bugs you because I think nothing nothing that we come in, in contact with affects us more than music. Um, you're either a melody person, like my wife. Hers is about um, the melody and... Guitars, you know, she's really big on guitars. Whereas I'm a lyric person. For me, it's always lyrics. It, um. I'm setting this up for next time. Um, you know, I always, I always listen to lyrics. And so lyrics will hit me. And when it's dark and, um, cold and blah you know you're you're just in a spot where it's depressing to begin with certain lyrics hit me and i just go son of a bitch did i write this did, did i write this song because it it feels like i wrote it um and i think that's like really kind of funny um because nothing else does that you know we we don't I mean, unless you're into pictures or whatever, or sunrises or whatever, you know, for me, it's always music. It'll, it'll transport you back to a spot in time and make you go, what the fuck? 
or be happy or be sad. And I've thought about this a lot, and that's why I'm doing these music reviews. I think it's the only thing that still connects us. You know, if you look at everything else, we, we're separated by politics and demographics and politicians and news organizations spend all their time trying to tell you don't you know don't like those people those people over there are pieces of garbage and um those people have got all the money and you should hate them or whatever um we don't have sports because they're all political tv is just one endless un booking you know, we're just going to go find every every demo and orientation, and, and it's just so fucking stupid. Um, so that doesn't work anymore because we don't have a Game of Thrones. So we're, we're missing a show that everyone go to the water cooler and go, man, did you see that episode? Music is the last thing. And I wish we'd look at that more. I wish we would just say, hey, you may vote for this person, and you may think this this is very important, like abortion. And I may think that gun rights are the most important thing because I like to shoot. It's therapy for me. It's, it links me back to when I liked myself. So when I go and shoot, I'm reminding myself of who I used to be, and it makes me happy. We could be totally different on both those subjects because we probably are for most people most women young women nowadays abortion is really important to me it's like well yeah I think it should be legal and I think you should be able to make that choice but I think after 24 weeks you're murdering somebody that's just how I look at it and you may think weapons are the worst fucking thing in the world and we should never have weapons because we keep on having mass shootings but we can listen to a song and both go motherfuck that was good right it, it and makes us go, this was really great. And I think concerts, for me, I miss not going to concerts. I used to love people watching. And simultaneously, most people were staring at me because I was the old fucker in my 30s at a Lincoln Park concert with my kids in the mosh pit. And everybody's like, why is dad here? And then Slipknot, many years later, we were the oldest fuckers in there. You know, we were up on the side, not in the mosh pit now. Um, front row. And I saw a lot of people just looking and seeing us sing. And they were freaked out that mom and dad came to a concert like that. While you're in there, it's every demographic. It's every orientation. It's everything because it connects us all. And if we could look at that more and just say, you know, there's more about us that are the same than different, I think we'd have a better world. And I think music does that for us. It makes us realize that we all are a little bit alike. We all get sad on songs. We all get happy on songs. We all want to scream on songs. We all want to play our guitar and shake our ass. Some shake it better than others. My ass shaking days are over. I'll break a hip. But if we can remember that, I think most of the other issues don't matter as much. 
It's not a personal affront. Because I think we should restrict abortion to 24 weeks doesn't mean that it's taking any rights away from you. Because nine times out of ten, a woman has the abortion before 24 weeks. And I think if you look at that I'm a sane person who locks up my fucking guns, yeah, I'm not going to kill you. But I may save your life because I'm carrying someday. And then we could discuss all the things and come to compromises, but we don't make compromises. Our politicians don't make compromises. Our media doesn't make compromises. And unfortunately, we don't on social media. It's either this or fuck you. And maybe music could bridge that gap to make us go, yeah, I disagree with what you say, but you like this song as much as I do. And that's a bridge to talk. So I know it's lofty and stupid, but that's just... I look at it. So let's go into our thing. I just wanted to put this up front. I'm not saying she's not worthy of it, but in all the things in the world, are you fucking shitting me? That's 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 the person of the year, which uh, yeah, I don't agree with that. Um, okay, let's uh, let's head on into um, our first bite, and it is Kirby once again having to adjust reporters for calling Israel a terrorist state. And I know this is a dance for this administration because their base fucking hates Jews and wants Palestine to push them out. But they know they can't do that because the majority of America is not with them. So, interesting soundbite. Civilians. As a non-sector player, is it also Israel acting like a terror state, killing humans, civilians, unarmed people, journalists every day? So again, we don't want to see civilian casualties. And and, just one more point. It's okay. Uh, I don't know if this is going to answer your question. Hamas. Hamas deliberately slaughtered and murdered some 1,200 people on the 7th of October. And it seems like we're all willing to forget that. Deliberately. It was their intent. And, and to take hostages. They actually, that was the purpose of the whole thing on the 7th. Now, we've been very honest with our Israeli counterparts. We want them to be careful, cautious, deliberate. We don't want to see any more civilians harmed on this. But they have a right and a responsibility to defend themselves against that very genocidal threat. Uh, and it is not the Israeli Defense Forces strategy to kill innocent people. It's happening. I admit that. Each one's a tragedy. But it's not like the Israelis are sitting around every morning and saying, hey, how many more civilians can we kill today? Let's go bomb a, let's go bomb a school or a hospital or a residential building and just and cause civilian casualties. They're not doing that. They're trying to go after Hamas. And it's a very difficult task. When Hamas, oh, by the way, in addition to deliberately slaughtering people, is deliberately hiding themselves in residential buildings, in hospitals, in tunnels, uh, making it, putting the innocent people of Gaza directly in the crossfire. Now, you tell me, is that right? It's just hard to believe how anti-Semitic uh, this all has turned into. I mean, it, we've talked about it for many, but let's be honest. We're at a point where we're seeing the people that scream about fascism and anti-Semitism out of Trump are really for fascism and anti-Semitism. We had a bunch of um, 
we had another goddamn debate. I'm not watching any of this because it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what we do. We're going to end up with goddamn Biden and goddamn Trump, and they both suck. And I can't believe this is our world, man. This is this is what we have to vote for. It just hurts my pancreas. I don't know where my pancreas is, but it hurts. Here's Van Jones. They know none of these people are beating Trump because Republicans are stupid, and they're going to bring on Trump again. And then I think the most notable point was Chris Christie at the end saying, picture election day and saying, Donald Trump will not be someone who's voting on that day because he's going to be a convicted felon. Ben? Uh, I, I thought it, it was like Wonder Woman fighting off like a whole mob of like supervillains. I mean, Nikki Haley had to defend herself every second of that uh, 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 de- de- uh, debate performance, and she did well. She actually held up well. She was actually able to pull it off. Um, and even when the uh, uh, was saying that she didn't know the provinces, she knew the provinces. I'm like, so you know, Nikki Haley did a great job. But I was very proud of Chris Christie. Chris Christie was was a a, 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 a scholar and a gentleman tonight. Yeah, she's not going to win. I mean, I I don't hate her. I don't like her. But she's not going to win. So what's the fucking point? They they go on these tangents and think they're going to sway people. Nobody's watching you, CNN. Not even liberals do. You you kind of suck. Meacham once again, a guy's supposed to be a historian. He's brought on TV to be this great nonpartisan uh, historian. Great dude. Blah fuck. Dude writes speeches for Biden. He's a liberal, and it's what's wrong with our media. And if you just stumbled on the show, and I say this every show, I'm not a Republican, I'm not MAGA, but I'm not Build Back Better, and I'm not a de- Democrat. I, this show is mostly about the media fucking blows ass, Fox is biased right, everybody else is vi- biased left, and we have no sources to go to that just report news anymore. It's just all Tom fucking foolery. So he, once again, has to seize on an event. And since the left's really big on this hyperbole that this is worse than um, the Battle of 1812, it's worse than Pearl Harbor, 9-11, I mean, Jesus Christ. We burned cities down for a whole summer, but J-6 was worse than 9-11. Those are things that people said. So he is going to come on to Mojo, as he does, and he's going to seize on uh, Pearl Harbor to say Trump is bad. I'm going to let it run, and it's going to go into a trailer by Rob Reiner, who's a far, far left dude. Christian nationalism is not only a danger to our country, it's a danger to Christianity itself. Our film will be coming in theaters February. Watch for the trailer here. And uh, let me read who's in it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Sean Davis is typing this. Or what shall man give in exchange for a soul? The answer to the last question is least for David French and Russell Moore appear to be a camo, cameo and meatball fever dream masquerade. I, for one, am very excited to learn how to be a good Christian from Rob Reiner, people said. Christian Hawkins. Showing the arrest of the dad at the school board meeting because his daughter was sexually assaulted as if he is the bad guy is a wild narrative choice. And it's once again why I get angry over this. I I believe in God. I was raised a Christian. But I don't push that on anybody and I don't talk about it on the show and I don't go to church because I think churches are about money and they annoy the shit out of me. 
the left is so anti-Christian. It is unbelievable now. And I don't know how they got there. I, well, I do. It's because they realize that Christians vote conservative, so thus they're bad. And they think if they call them all pieces of shit, somehow they're going to stop voting conservative. But it kind of goes with a moral thing. I mean, it's just a moral thing. I think they vote right because nine times out of ten they're more closer to their morals than the left who says little boys should fuck men and maps a thing. And I mean, there's all this crazy shit on the left that they want to hoodwink under the intersectionality blanket and under LGBTQIA and most Americans are not into that. Um, so they see Christianity as a threat. They blame Christianity for the spread of COVID, even though churches are closed. They blame, they blame Christianity for everything. I mean, they just hate Christianity. And it bothers me because I defended this country for 20 fucking years, and it was about religious freedom. For you to have the right to worship a toilet seat. That's your deal. Then you do that. And you have every right in the world to do it. And nobody should disparage you for worshiping a toilet seat. But it seems now that it's okay to say Jews are bad because of, you know, Palestine. And we're really into saying Christian nationalism is this horrible fucking thing. Two things that I think should be able to be together. I think it's okay to love your God and, oh, by the way, love your country because I do, even as fucked up as we are, how crazy we are, I think this is the best place in the world because I've been all around the world and they were really shitty. Afghanistan was shitty, Iraq was shitty, Oman was shitty. There's just a lot of shitty places. And this isn't a shitty one. I sound like Trump. I know he said those are shitholes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we're pretty lucky to be born in this country. And the only time the left seems to say that is when they're trying to get somebody nominated or somebody to win the presidency and also in American flags crop up. They've spent all their time saying American flags are racist. So, I mean, it's just so goddamn confusing. So here is Meacham and Meatball. Uh, perhaps the most momentous date in the 20th century this what imp, the implications from this state elevated america to an unrivaled unparalleled position of power imagine four years later we had the capacity in our hands to destroy human life we had that much power because of the manhattan project you had this remarkable uh rapid rise to a a dizzying pinnacle of of power but we were dragged into this we were dragged into a fundamental conflict between democracy and dictatorship, between the Enlightenment and fascism. We were dragged into it, not only by the Japanese attack today, but five days later by Adolf Hitler's declaring war on the United States. We did not declare war on Nazi Germany until Nazi Germany declared war on us. Mm -hmm. So, as Churchill once said, you can always count on the Americans to do the right thing once we've exhausted every other possibility. And I think that that's an important thing for us to remember, not to therefore lower our expectations of ourselves, but to remember that even the greatest generation, as our friend Tom Brokaw called it, talking about your family, my grandfathers were in the war, uh, even they 
were not early on this story. They weren't early converts to the defense of democratic values versus the horrors of dictatorship, particularly in Europe. But we got it right. And so what that tells us, seems to me, is that if they got it right and they were fallen, frail, and fallible people, we as fallen, frail, and fallible people can get our own time right. December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the empire. Christianity are like baseball and apple pie, and we celebrate them together. I was 16, 17 years old when I became a Christian. I'm an evangelical minister. I've been a Christian my whole life. Christian nationalists, I have nothing to be ashamed of because that's what most Americans are. Is Christian nationalism Christian? Um, no, it isn't. We should be blazing forth as a countercultural example, and instead, we're leading the charge of malice and division. Christian nationalism uses Christianity as a means to an end, that end being some form of authoritarianism. Being a Christian is about the values of inclusion. Christian nationalism is certainly not based on the values of the gospel. God wants America to be saved. They're told over and over and over again that you're in danger. You need to fight if you don't want to lose your country. We are in a civil war between good and evil. This is not a movement about Christian values. This is about Christian power. What happens to the people who don't believe this stuff? We are on the precipice. God is on our side. We're taking our nation back. The thing that keeps me up at night is that we lose democracy. Does that seem possible? Yes. Christianity at its best is committed to love and truth and justice. If we do this right, what a country we will be. Yeah, that's that's kind of fucked up. I'm just saying, it's, it's pretty fucked up. So we're going into this. There's a bunch of charges came up. Um, anybody out there who thinks anything is going to happen to frickin' Hunter Biden, you're smoking fucking crack because he's the president's son. And right now we have a problem with our DOJ that basically if you're non-prog, you're going to get the full effect of the law. But if you're a prog, you're going to get away with murder. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, filed these six suspicious activities flagging Joe Biden's home address. It's all LinkedIn, plus the money. This whole impeachment's not going anywhere. I don't know why people keep thinking it's going to go somewhere. A little more on Hunter later, but I just wanted to up front that, you know, there is more proof that Biden's linked to China than there was proof that Trump was linked to Russia. And we broke all sorts of laws to try to take Trump down because he's an idiot, and I get it, but you wouldn't let the opposite be. You, you just wouldn't. So, gunman said after opening fire on an Albany synagogue, sounds pretty hate crimey. 
So we're going to play her in a second. This afternoon, hours before the start of Hanukkah, a man opened fire at a synagogue in Albany, New York. Thankfully, no one was injured. Police arrested, arrived on the scene and arrested him. He said, free Palestine as he was apprehended and shooting is being investigated as a hate crime. Here's what the gunman said before opening fire. As Hanukkah began, one man decided to go into Albany, New York, open fire with shotgun in a synagogue, given the media's penchant for either bearing or not call things what they are for sake of protecting a particular narrative. Let's call this what it is, domestic terrorism. The man reportedly yelled, Free Palestine. Free Palestine. We've had people on our TV losing their shit social media I never saw this on the news but considering the Bowman stuff and her reply I'm going to link this together because Rashida Tlaib, Omar AOC, they all have violent rhetoric and if we're saying violent rhetoric is a bad thing or impeaching people over violent rhetoric, well, then everybody should not have violent rhetoric. But here's her going off about Bowman. They removed Republicans off committees. They started the game. Once again, I don't think the game's smart. I think the game should be let's try to compromise and get shit done for the American people. But we can't find a way to do that. But the left does a bunch of crazy-ass shit and then gets pissed off when other people do the same shit they did. So desperate. Y'all so desperate to distract from the fact that you all have nothing, nothing to improve the lives of the American people or end the ongoing genocide. So now you're trying to shift the focus by blameless, baselessly attacking Rep Bowman to score cheap political points, comparing him to the white supremacist on January 6th who are smashing windows in the Capitol, y'all, and screaming, hang Mike Pence. Give me a break. Your inability to govern is so obvious to the American people. Y'all can't even find enough Republicans to vote, uh, pass a budget or even keep a speaker. This is yet another attempt to silence a person of color in this chamber. We all see it. This is all about the fact that Representative Bowman calls out your hypocrisy. Leave him alone. Get a grip. Do something that will actually improve the lives of the American people that you all represent. Vote. That's, um, is hypocritical, man. You can't be, you just can't be this hypocritical comments to it Stacy or Scott's Fry this is the dumbest take he pulled the fire alarm to delay a vote on tape any Republican member would have been censured at a minimum and that's true it just would have been true another thing that happened and I didn't even know this fucking happened but a house exploded in Arlington Okay, so this is from uh, Cultural Husbandry at a Philosophe. P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-A-E. 
Remember that house just blew up in Arlington? Well, things are not exactly the same. same. Hang on. Here we go. Let's go step by step. The house owned by a man named James Wu. Where was James Yu's house? He went Wu and then Yu. So who is James Yu? James Yu, father, hi, Yu, yo, American University, CIA cutout, wrote plan to retake North Korea with bio agents? Fuck me. What the hell? Uh... For President of South Korea in this picture. Who is James Yu's mother? James Yu's mother, Ann Shin Yu, U.S. State Department, CIA, Voice of America, lead broadcaster for South Korean Division of U.S. Propaganda Mouthpiece and Voice of America. Who is James Yu? James Yu had a long career, but his most notable job was head of global information and physical security at Global Crossing. What was Global Crossing? It was an espionage central and international spying apparatus that's still in operation today who founded Global Crossing, Gary Winnick. Is Gary Winnick still alive? Gary Winnick died one month ago. And this goes down a rabbit hole. We're not going there. Okay, so that's uh, that's pretty bad. Why the house exploded? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know now. I wish I wouldn't have uh, clicked on that. So, uh, what we got next? This guy! This was the shooter in uh, Austin, James, Shane James, bailed out by Progressive Group. Uh, suspect accused of six murders across Texas during a day-long shooting spree, was previously charged with assaulting family members, and bailed out. Sorry, my butt hurts. Uh, this old man butt is starting to bother me. I used to have cushion. No cushion. Hurts. I can't squat to, like, repair it. Because my knee is still fucked up. I can't get this ACL to stop hurting. Nobody cares. I know. Sorry. James J. <laughs> Shane James, 34, is accused of killing six people and injuring other. Uh, James, who served as U.S. Army Infantry Officer in February 2013, 2015, is charged with several counts of capital murder. In January 22, James is charged with aggravated assault against his mother, father, sister. Fox Antonio reporter Bill Records said James was bonded out by Texas Organizing Project, a nonprofit focused on progressive issues and helped elect. Bexar County District Attorney Joe Gonzalez, who lets everybody free. Why is that important? Well, you know about it if it was anybody else. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just saying. Next one. Uh, Nate Silver laments growing distrust in science. Trust in science is declining. Same from adjacent institution higher education. I guess it's hard to link it to any one event, like it's hard to attribute any one weather event to climate change. But these things have culminating effect. When it comes to standing of science, 73% of U.S. adults have a great deal or fair amount of confidence in scientists to act in public best interest, but, but trust in scientists is 14 points lower than it was as the early stages of the pandemic. The share expressing the strongest level of trust in scientists say they have a great deal of confidence has fallen from 39 to 23, and they're all liberals. As trust in science has fallen, distrust has grown. Roughly a quarter of Americans, 27%, now they have too much or not too much or no confidence in science. Why do you think? Well... People like me did what you told me to do, and I went and got freaking both COVID shots. Almost went back for a booster, and then I got COVID so bad that I lost 143 pounds now. I can't eat, and I lost my job. I lost my Jeep. I had to sell my camper, my boat, and I still wake up every morning in pain, even though I'm a bunch of medicine because I play 
dartboard medicine three to give me pills that seem to be working. I'm up to 50 milligrams of nortriptyline a night. It seems to be making it better. I do wake up a little better, but I still have moments all day. If I get hungry, it hurts. If I eat the wrong food, it hurts. There's times it just hurts, and I'm nauseous for no goddamn reason. And they don't even know what it is. It's a thing, but they don't name the thing. And though I'm better, and I'm going to go back to work in January, for the rest of my life, I'm pretty fucked up because the moment I took those vaccinations, just like anthrax when I was in the army and I almost friggin' died, as everybody did, everybody got sick after the third shot. Well, I got super sick. I had a 104 temp. Oh, I put me in a bathtub with ice and I couldn't move for two days. But when we called, they said, that's normal. That's what they fucking told us. I mean, that's just crazy. It's normal. Anthrax, you get really sick on the third one. So just keep him cool. He'll be fine by the morning. And I was. With this shot, I couldn't eat beef anymore. Still can't. Trying to roast beef sandwich. Two weeks ago, talked about it on the show. Wanted to puke all day. Just didn't like meat. And that's why I've lost so much weight. I can't really eat meat. Certain carbs make me really sick. I can't eat a whole lot of shit that I used to be able to eat. It's not old age. It's because COVID fucked me up. And you told me if I took the vaccine, I wouldn't get it. But everybody still got it. And it didn't help me fight the disease because I thought I was dying. So, of course, trust in science go down. You keep on, you know, that's why you guys got rid of Falky. Nobody listened anymore. And on that, which is an interesting conversation, now with this new freaking we're all going to die because cow farted shit, here's an article about scientists. Nobody wants us to eat beef anymore. And COVID was man-made. Is there a correlation? I'll put my silver, my freaking uh, tinfoil hat on, but it makes you think. The United Nations is expected to call on Americans to drastically reduce their meat-eating habits. Now, it says overall the goal is to reduce climate impacts caused by emissions from the meat and dairy companies. WFXR's Anna McDougall joins us live from Bedford County. Anna, you talked with a local beef producer as well as an environmentalist about this proposal. What do they have to say about it? Well, the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization is calling this a roadmap where they're asking people to reduce the amount of meat they're eating to try and bring down greenhouse gas emissions, which can contribute to climate change. However, local farmers tell me it may not be that simple. But going after a meat market isn't going to just affect a cattle producer. It'll be a big ripple effect. It's not going to just affect cattle farmers. It's going to affect farmers all the way across the nation. Johnny and Melody Divers produce grass-fed beef products from their farm in Bedford County. They say they don't anticipate this proposal will have a big impact on business. At this point, I think people have decided 
already what their what their diet journey looks like. Johnny adds that if there is a slowdown in the beef industry, it could also negatively impact businesses in other sectors like equipment and seed distribution. Environmentalists say that food system emissions make up about one third of greenhouse gas emissions and about 40% of methane emissions. That methane is one of the um, most significant contributions to greenhouse gas emissions that are causing anthropogenic cl climate change. She says although tackling climate change is going to take a lot more than just changing people's diets, it can make a difference. Eating less red meat can have a pretty significant contribution on individual greenhouse gas emissions. However, federal data shows that only 1.4% of global emissions comes from the American agriculture sector and the American Farm Bureau Federation says emissions have declined in pork and beef production. Now, another thing that Henry Stone did note was that a lot of the greenhouse gas emissions come from the transportation involved in the food and agricultural sector. So there really are several things to. This whole meat thing is so fucking stupid. It's just we have to have protein. You can't get enough protein on other things. I mean, I eat chicken, turkey's much better. I had salmon the other night. That was really stupid. I didn't like the salmon. Um. Here's the view. God's will, pro-lifers die rather than get cancer treatment. This is so absurd. It's also not a universal truth when life begins. One example is there are Jewish women suing in Kentucky because according to Jewish law, a fetus is regarded as part of a mother's body until it begins to leave the womb. People aren't doing this lightly. Like, this is not something where they're sitting around engaging in this. Only 1% of abortions occur after 20 weeks. 93% occur in the first trimester. And I tend to think when people say, well, it's God's will, it's a miracle, it's life. If it's God's will on the way in, it should be God's will on the way out, too. That brings into question, are you taking heart, heart attack medication? Are you treating your cancer? Are you dying when he said you should? Because if we're going to argue about life in, let's be honest about life out. Mm -hmm. Don't go to the hospital if you're hurting, because it was God's will. Well, like, I don't like the inconsistencies and the hypocrisy. When I like to couple it with things like this. The LAPD is aware of possible First Amendment activities in the Los Angeles area over the next few days in coordination with the U.S. Secret Service. Additionally, uniformed personnel and other resources will be deployed to ensure the highest level of public safety. So we have to up things because they fucking know that it's going to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But, yeah, we're going to call it that yeah mm. okay to why our media blows ass this is uh washington post walked out on the job this week a number of washington post office uh, employees decided to walk out on the job this week refusing to work for 24 hours to push for higher wages and benefits to advertise the walkout starkers put together a video asking for support and it's comical so oh shit i'm showing my stomach sorry I was itch I'm fucking itchy as shit. I should have taken a shower when I got him working out. Something about laundry detergent we're getting is really fucking gross. It makes me itch. So here's the video. Let's mock. On the front lines of war. I've covered an insurrection, a global pandemic, historic racial justice protests, climate change, and gun violence in America. Yeah, this is real fast here. Uh, how many of those stories did they get right? I've covered all these really important stories. Really? I, I bet you all of them were wrong. All of, Notice how they left out Russian collusion, by the way. That was their biggest story. 
the New York Times actually reoriented their entire newsroom to cover that story. The Washington Post was relentless on Russian collusion because we had a president of the United States who was put there due to the tampering of Vladimir Putin. It's the biggest story of our history. Notice how now, when they're trying to explain all the important stories they've covered to rationalize their strike and why they deserve better pay and better work conditions, they leave that one out. Why would they leave Russian collusion out? I work hard to make sure you know exactly what's going on in our DC community. To hold powerful institutions to account. And to bring you the latest visuals from around the globe. And I'm worth a fair and transparent pay process. I'm worth a living wage. I'm worth raises that keep up with inflation. I'm worth equal pay to my... I gotta pause with raises that keep up with inflation. Well, you know, one way to have raises that keep up with inflation is to not have inflation. And why do we have inflation? Because these guys and their newspaper did everything they could to get Joe Biden into the White House. I mean, if they really want to have wages that keep up with inflation, maybe they should do something to get rid of this guy. But you won't hear that. No, Jeff Bezos has to pony up. And trust me, I'm not on Bezos' side. I see this as sort of like a Notre Dame versus USC football game. I want both sides to lose. And I want everyone to have career-ending injuries. Okay, I don't want either side to win. That's not true. I don't want college athletes to have career-ending injuries. Or maybe USC and Ohio State. Colleagues, regardless of my race or gender. I'm worth job protections that value my years of service. We've been in contract negotiations for 18 months. And our bosses have refused to bargain in good faith. They have failed to offer us a fair deal that keeps pace with the economy and our competitors. So on Thursday, I'm walking off the job. I am walking off the job for 24 hours. With the hundreds of my Washington Post colleagues. Because we're worth more. Worth more. Worth more. Worth more than what the company is offering. If you love Washington Post journalism and the people who make it, you can support us by sending a letter to our publisher through the link in our caption or our bio. And respecting our picket line by avoiding Washington Post journalism during our 24-hour walkout. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for standing with Washington Post employees. 24 hours. That'll do it. Meanwhile, Jeff Bezos, who is the publisher, who's getting these, you know, emails from their big supporters. He's like sitting watching the numbers on Amazon Prime during during the Christmas holiday season. He's like, yeah, I really don't care. He really doesn't care. Nor should he frankly. Uh, here's a live look at the strike from this morning. Worst parade. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. That's why our journalism class is jacked up. So before we go into our TikTok and then we'll close on some politics, um, yeah, we're over on time, but it is what it is. This is a conversation, uh, once again, two earbuds because I was jamming, eating breakfast, and I'm yelling. So let me take it up. Um, let me see. Dude dodged a bullet. Conservative guy shares cray-cray message from lefty woman on dating app. So, Veritas Libertas is his handle on Twitter. She said she likes Star Trek. I said, me too. Our values can't be far apart. I got a novel of Reback. This is all timer. Our values can't be that far apart. You matched with Kate. 
Let me pop this up so I can read this shit. Yeah. Absolutely not. If you can't see that it's impossible to be empathetic or intelligent or just a good fucking human while also being conservative in this day and age, then you have not only missed the core message of Star Trek in a way that Gene Roddenberry would be ashamed of you, but also you're either an idiot or a shitty dude or both. If you don't identify as either of these things, I'm sorry, bro, but I've got news for you. My politics are informed by my values. For me and most people, politics actually impact our lives and experiences the depth and breadth of our legal rights. It said lefty politics were non-negotiable, and I meant it. I'm only responding to because so many conservative dudes choose to ignore that shit and send me some corny fucking message anyway, which is A, disrespectful, B, don't act like you're not acting, actively harming me and everyone I care about. Grow the fuck up and do better. I'm sad for people like that. I'm I'm really sad for us, period. I know that sounds very pretentious, but it, it's just true. We're just, we're really fucked up. People can't put down the politics. Can't. I mean, I've been married 36 years to a woman. We don't match politically. She's super conservative. I'm not. But it doesn't affect our relationship. I mean, what the fuck? So let's go into TikTok. Starting in on our TikTok. This is the first one that I found in my feed. You got me on my knees. I'm your one man Cross my heart. It's true. That's a true statement. I don't think most men really care. Well, there are douchebags that care, but majority of us just don't fucking care. It's all about um <clears throat> hanging, you know, being friends. That's the important thing. I don't think it really matters if you gain a few extra pounds. Very interesting that um, I got these articles coming in from uh, Google, and there's been a lot of anti-Taylor Swift ones. Um, And there's this whole article about Taylor Swift fatigue, and it was liberals talking and fans talking that, yeah, it's just gone too far. And then her being interviewed that she realizes it's too much, and she's looking to not like just go away for a while because it's getting to the point where she's realizing it is hurting her brand so this is the first one that was in my feed who does taylor swift feel uncomfortable without on tour of course her parents here's the proof i have to get that one i got this we're gonna come back for you they they stay in the vehicle so move along please move along please i don't know i'm not I don't know what that's about because I'd be the same way I was with my mom and I don't need her. So that's just kind of weird. And then this was made. There's a couple of these that I don't know if I got them all, but this was weird because I've never seen it. Because every time I go into Tic Tac Paddywhack, it's always Taylor Swift's God, everybody bow. And this one was something about a, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Maybe she was in a movie. 
I don't know. Um, but so it was different. So in the same week I get, we're all sick of Tyler, Taylor Swift. There's anti-Taylor Swift stuff. There, there was more. There was a bunch mocking her, and, and I don't know. It's weird. So maybe there is a sign that we'll finally get over this phase. Because I, I just, once again, it's, it's two parts. One, I don't dig her music because she's got no goddamn guitars in it. I wish she'd just put a couple guitars and I could listen to her. Because I did like the one album. She can sing really good, and, she, and her, her lyrics are good, and she's very talented. But I can't do pop. I just can't do it. It makes my skin crawl. Just, come on, Taylor, just a couple guitars, just some power chords. Scream a fucking few lyrics. You always rage about how everybody makes fun of you and shit. Well, fucking scream at their dumb asses and you'll feel better and I'll buy your shit. But for her as a human, this can't be good. You, you can't go your whole life, you can't even walk around because everybody's freaking out about you. It's like the Beatles and shit. So... It's good that we're getting to this point. Anyway, moving on. I don't know what any of these say. I just downloaded a shit ton. And that's not it, because I forgot to change the goddamn thing. It's the same thing we just fucking watched. Here we go. Here it comes. Boom. See, I don't think any of these are true, because I don't think her ex-husband really left her because she's not beautiful, because she's a beautiful woman. <clears throat> I think her ex-husband's a cockhound who just wanted to, he's on plow mode. Not to be inappropriate. I read that article the other day. So many different things for just saying he wants to have sex with a bunch of people, but plow, mash. I don't understand those lines. I don't know how you plow a woman. I mean, I get it, but I don't understand why you'd say that about a woman. I just don't think that's good, but I'm pretty naive and all this shit. Here's the next one. Another pretty woman. I don't know what she's saying. Living with my parents. Once again, I I don't think that's true. That was a very pretty young lady. I don't think he left her. I think there's something to this post that's she's looking to be plowed. Oh, I said it. Jesus. There's the cop again. She's not doing her job at all. Howdy, bitch. <clears throat> Hello. She's a very pretty lady, but I just don't understand why she doesn't do her job. This is all she does. It's daily. Because I, I did follow this person. And daily, she's doing one of these photos. She's got them freaky eyes, which I really love. I love those super blue. Gigi's, my wife's kind of a green. And her eyes are very pretty. But those those freaky eyes, they look like vampire shits. Her pupils are too small. And it's probably the way she does her makeup. But she's a very pretty young lady, and I just don't think she's alone. I think it's just to get likes and feel good. And that's cool. I guess if I was attractive, I'd do shit like that when I was younger. I don't know what I'd do with all this when I was younger. I don't see myself doing tic-tac paddywax and hit and send on half this shit because it's really embarrassing. You know, I... I Self-consciously, I just don't think I would do that. And I'd probably end up being just the way I am. I would have married a girl because I'm... I... Once again, I looked for the bag of oats when I left high school that I was supposed to be sowing. I didn't see any fucking oats. So I didn't sow any. Ooh. 
Okay, this is like one of those moments that I, I just really want to say, why did you hit send? I'm an alcoholic and I drink until I can't taste it anymore. All you're going to get is guys that want to fuck you. I'm just saying. Dad says you're just going to get dudes going, oh yeah, I'm a plier with fucking alcohol and plow. We're going to use plow for the rest of the day because I read that. It's so fucking crude. If there's any haters in here right now that don't have nobody to hate on, feel free to hate on me. Sit back there and say my hair ain't luxurious when you know it is, bitch. That wasn't even good lip syncing. So I don't understand why you hit send. Just saying. Another lady. One thing about me, I'm not a chaser. If we don't talk, we don't talk. I'm never going to beg to be in somebody's life. Because there was a time I didn't even know you. And I was perfectly fine. I guess that's the I'm, I'm hot thing. I don't know. Is it just me? I'd like somebody to send me an email. Are these just absurd? I mean, do adults do this? Is this what adults do? I mean, I know adults are different now because in your 30s, I'm seeing, you know, 30-year-olds don't act like I did. But I was a fucking squad leader. and 34, I went to war and I led a platoon, for God's sake. So, I mean, it was a little different, but I just... Sometimes I just don't get this. Taylor shit. Swift is here for oh, the kickoff, cheering yeah. on her man Travis Sorry. Kelsey. My God, is she beautiful! Okay, we're gonna replay this because this is just all fucked up here. We're just gonna replay this. Let's watch this. All right. Is here for the kickoff, cheering on her man Travis Kelsey. My God, is she beautiful! I'm thinking about breaking up with Taylor. Wait, you're gonna break up with Taylor Swift? Oh my god. No, 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 no. That, that's not what I said. I didn't say that. That's true. That's probably what's going to happen. Once again, I... Why do you hit send on this? Do you think somebody's going to see this and see your kid and go, you know what? I'm going to go marry that girl. You're not an unattractive woman, but I don't know why you hit send on this. I just, I seriously, I don't know how it makes you look good. Enough. Back with another milk. Help! Help! 
Men suck. That's a low-hanging fruit. Got it. We do. Next. Boy math is being in the relationship with 10 and cheating on them with 3. Okay, that just, uh, once again, I don't think that's the message you want to be sending. I don't think that's going to get you any dates. But I mean, maybe that's a new thing. I mean, I did read an article the other day that women man whore more than man whores man whore. And so my day, it was guys who would date four different girls. I remember being in um, Korea and um, <clears throat> when I got pulled off the plane, I had to go be a fucking instructor and I didn't want to. So they put you in this little room and or a little building and you have to like you have a room that's just a bed and a walker and you have to go to instructor school. And you can try to fail instructor school, but they're going to make you keep taking it till you pass because you're going to be a fucking instructor whether you want to or not. They overrode all your all your orders. I was just so pissed because I didn't want to be an instructor. Um, I was three years removed from the trail. So I thought it wasn't going to get me promoted, but it actually did. Um, and so I'm in there, and you're with a bunch of different people. And um, <clears throat> I studied. Figure there'd be time to go get drunk. But I just got there. I was not happy. I didn't want another Korea hitch. It was really fucked up because my family voted me off the fucking island like Survivor because I said, hey, I can get us Germany and we all go to Germany, but nobody wanted to go to Germany. And they're saying, why don't you just go for the year and then I can stay here, keep the job, the kids can go to school, blah, 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 blah. And so I got voted off the island, which kind of hurt because I swore I was never going back to Korea. So I was very depressed, and these guys like came with me. It was like six of us. And the first night, they didn't come back the next day because it was a weekend. We flew in on a Friday. We had the weekend off. And I sat and watched some TV because I had a little day room, and I explored the local village with Viking. Richard Commander, good friend of mine back then. I kind of fucked him, didn't keep in touch he lives here but we, we don't see each other anymore and um <clears throat> i think we had a beer but there was an nco nco club on post so we had a beer but i don't think i really did anything the next day they wake up and they come to the day room of this little building and they start telling stories about how they bang this girl or that girl and this one guy literally broke down the cheating technique he uses and I I just didn't understand this type of logic it's like if that's what you want why are you fucking married is it a monetary thing because he explained how he'd have the same outfit in his car under the tire and he'd have cologne uh, like uh, sanitary wipes and he get done going out with some girl change clothes because the smell the girl would be on him wash up his junk and he, if your wife needs you to bang her then you come in the house and bang her and he'd have sex another time with his wife but he had this whole kit so that he could go and cheat and then not lose his wife. And it was a whole plan. I mean, it was a serious lot of work. 
And I just looked at him like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's just too much work. I mean, I'm like any other guy, that guy on the planet. I, I, I like girls. and I, I like sex. But I'm not going to go through all that work just to have sex. That's a lot of fucking work. It's like crab legs. I don't want to, once again, put women in the uh, food category again, like I always do about why you go to a strip club and just stare at the food because you can't touch it. I, I don't understand that. It's, it's, once again, golden corral, no fork, no spoon, no bowl. You're not eating. I don't know why we're here. What are we doing? And crab legs to me are the biggest waste of fucking time. Do you know how many crab legs, back when I was fat, now, now I'm skinny, a little bit of crab, I'm, I'm stuffed because it's too rich. Um, fuck me dude it would take like 400 crab legs to fill my fat ass up I mean it's so much goddamn work to get the crab out of the legs I hated it little forks and cracker things and you got fucking shells everywhere and it's just crab so it isn't like it's that great that's the same to me that's a lot of work just to get laid I mean it's a lot of work and I don't know why you're doing it I mean just stay single and over there, that's all you saw was guys with Korean hookers and talking to their kids on the phone. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? That is so much lying. It's so much work. I don't understand it. And I I still believe, you know, I got married, so I didn't have to do that shit anymore. I didn't have to go to clubs and try my lame line. And I didn't have any. So it was just like, hey, how you doing? I mean, it was just lame. I just couldn't do that shit. Yeah, I found the girl was beautiful and she loved me and I married her because I didn't want to go do that shit. I'm glad I did. It's 36 years later. But I don't know why you do all that. Just stay single. Be a man whore. If that's your thing, I mean, good, good for you, dude. That'd be cool. I mean, I like guys that were like that. I, I, I would listen to their stories. It was interesting on how the hell they were juggling three different girls. And I would be like, because once again, it's a lot of work. I mean, you got to put in the work for that. You, you got to wine and dine. That's a lot of money. I mean, there's a lot of bling you got to buy. I just don't get it. But that was their thing. And so, hey, cool for them. So now we got women that do that. And, you know, I read an article online of a woman who's just a woman whore. And that's her thing. She doesn't want to have a relationship. She doesn't want to be tied down. She wants to be able to, <clears throat> in theory, screw and chuck guys like guys do girls and I'm like you go sister I mean that's cool if guys can do it you can do it but I once again don't know how that's fulfilling in the end not to be crude it's just like masturbation it isn't going to be different sex is sex so what are you looking for something different I mean what are you going to find it's still it's still sex so I don't are you looking for the perfect sex or I don't know I don't, it's just a lot of work that's all I'm saying I have no clue about this one moving on it's Russian but once again if you're gonna fucking limp sick lip sink not limp sink maybe you should do it good because that's not good next all right guys here's one i don't usually do this i wrote something it's called my prayer for you i pray that one day someone opens your heart 
Unlocks the chain that you clench on so tightly to. The part that you earn so deeply for in hopes that one day you find joy and happiness. I pray that your life becomes everlasting. I pray that your hard work pays off. All in all, I pray for you. I pray that your hopes and dreams do come true. I pray that love finds you and you walk into. That's cool. I'm not going to dog that one. I put out some poetry every once in a while. Or just thoughts. So I'm not going to dog that. That was, that was very nice. Next. Can you use these for a bedroom or bathroom? I'm tired of buying expensive wall scents. I don't know. Let's go see. So I have one of these in my kitchen and in my bedroom, but not in my bathroom. My bathroom is extremely small, so I feel like this is gonna work. I feel like these wouldn't work in a big space, so the bathroom is the perfect spot for it. I'm gonna use mahogany teakwood, and I haven't smelled this one yet, I'm so excited. For the record, where do they come up with these scents? It's just like colors, you know, one of these weird ass colors that are just blue, but you have like 4,000 blues. Mahogany teakwood, that's two types of wood. Wouldn't one wood be enough? Oh, it smells like I just walked into Abercrombie. So you unscrew it, take out the little stopper. Oh, got it. <laughs> oh my God, it smells so good. Okay, put the cap back on. I think this and is an ad. I feel like this, yeah, yep. I'm gonna put it on my paper towel holder. There she is in all of her glory. I'm so obsessed with these. I thought it was gonna take more time to like release the smell, but my whole bathroom smells like mahogany teakwood already. These literally smell so freaking good. If you order. Sorry. I was gonna see if it goes somewhere, but that's just an ad. <laughs> that's the problem, you can't tell the difference. It all looks the same. She's cute, Matt. You can marry her and bring her to Thanksgiving. I'd look at her. Oh, here we go, somebody jamming. I'm talking about that. I followed this girl. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It gets the people going. Something about chicks and metal. I just freaking think it's sexy as shit. <clears throat> but don't tell my wife. All right, moving on. Next. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf. Now get ready for mentally unstable on a table. Once again. Why did you hit send? Why? They won't even oh, there's my check. See, Matt, you gotta marry this girl. It's the first brunette I've ever been a, like, thought was cute. And she really digs metal, so I freaking really dig her channel. I, I gotta admit, I've watched every one of the videos. I don't know if it's for the music or for her. I'm still confused on there. There's some conflicting feelings going on. Next! 
Y'all, I cannot get over the literal audacity of some people to think that they can say some rude-ass shit, some disrespectful shit to you, and you ain't gonna say nothing back. What's you better you? find somebody else, sis, because one thing about it, I am confrontational, okay? And I'm in my comfort zone. You better believe I wake up every morning sitting on go, ready for someone to say some disrespectful-ass shit. I practice it. I practice the arguments. In fact, they've been writing on my report card since kindergarten likes to argue. So, you can try me, but I love this shit. That is the only thing about the South I hate. I mean, I love the South. Born and raised in Oregon. Can't stand the West Coast anymore. Too many damn people. Too many weirdos with such fucking weird. Their whole life is politics and I feel for him but I cannot handle that that southern woman shit where they talk all twangy and get stupid this girl keeps putting photos up or videos and it keeps going on my feed but I don't follow her and I feel sad for her because it's the same sad shit And yes, I looked up what ghost meant. I kind of figured that's what it was, but yeah. That's sad. She's a cute girl. She'll find somebody. It'll be all right. All right, next one. We're almost down to two more. Okay. <clears throat> Trying to muster up the I give up energy. So hold on oh. a second. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, that was kind of cute. I like that. It's a little attitude. She does a lot of those, too. I think it's like the third time we've covered her. I'm conflicted about her. I don't know if she's pretty or it's just that she's a bitch, and I kind of like it. Next! Okay, not to exaggerate, but I feel like I'm already tired tomorrow. Why did we hit send on that? What is up with this, I'm going to do a line that means absolutely nothing, and hit send? I don't know. I don't get it. I would not hit send on that. This one's hilarious. And I have, I've heard this before. So I've seen this in real life. And I gotta admit, I laughed my ass off because it was so liney. I'm in a Texas, for those who are listening, I'm in Texas Roadhouse right now. And a man just said to his date, I love you more than anything in the world. And she replied, then why are you still married? And it's the greatest gift I've ever received. And it's true. I. I've seen so many of these, heard them in the periphery, and it brings me back to what I complained about uh, a while back. Why? Why are you married? If your whole thing is to go cheat around and have to do all that work, why are you married? Just fucking be single. Be fucking single. Single, not single. Single. And I think it'd be a lot easier for everybody. So we're going to go into a few more things. I'm going to close this out because we're way the fuck over. And this takes longer than I always think it's going to be like 10 minutes. And it turns into me babbling for 25. And I hope it's entertaining. I don't know if it is. Here's the press secretary. Once again, able to sit at the podium and say shit like this. Okay. 
I mean, we've been very, very clear about um, about the supplemental and how important it is. As you've seen, the OMB director has been pretty out, pretty out there on the different networks uh, making the case. Um, and one of the things that um, she has said is that it's stunning. It's stunning that we've gotten to this point, right? It's stunning that we have gotten to this point and that Republicans in Congress uh, willing to give Putin a, a, a gift, the greatest gift that Putin could, help, could hope for. That's what we're seeing. And so they are playing chicken with our national security. That's what we're seeing here. And history will, will remember them harshly. Okay, she's able to see this shit, all right? Or say this shit, but this is reality. Oh, is that not showing? I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Isn't that amazing? After, what, two and a half months, that's the first time I've done that. I'm sorry. Let's watch it again. I had the wrong tab up. I love you, Joe Biden. Thank you for everything, Joe Biden. I'm a good person. I want to be a good person here in the United States. I'm sure he is a good person. Um, he's a good person. He crossed the border illegally, which is not a thing a good person does. That's actually a bad thing because uh, it's breaking the law. Uh, but he's thanking Joe Biden as well. He should, because if Joe Biden weren't president, he uh, probably wouldn't have been allowed in. Uh, one other thing, he, I, I don't think he is a good person, actually, frankly, because good people don't brazenly break the law like that. You know what good people do? Good people currently are sitting, waiting in line to come into this country legally. They don't jump in front of other people. We learned that when we were in kindergarten. You don't jump the line. You, you wait patiently in the back of the line until it's your turn. Those are the rules. We have a society. So he's not a good person. You know, there's another thing that he's not. He's not Mexican. He's also not Honduran. He's not Guatemalan. In fact, he's not even from Latin America. Watch, listen. I love you, Joe Biden. Thank you for everything, Joe Biden. I'm a good person. I want to be a good person here in the United States. That's a Middle Eastern accent. He's Moroccan. Bill Malusian found out later. Where are you from? Morocco. I'm from Morocco. You know, Morocco. Just on our southern border. Everybody knows that. You take a geography test. It's the United States, Rio Grande, Morocco. Uh, there's another one, actually. I came here because I want quality life. You know, America is a, is a land of opportunity. Yeah, it's a land of opportunity here in America. Is it still? It's certainly the land of opportunity to break the law. It's a hot fucking mess, man. I mean, it's just a fucking hot mess. There's just so many motherfuckers come across the goddamn border now. It's almost 20 million. It's insane. And we don't know who these people are. This, this shit, if it was Republican, there would be meltdown. There's kids in cages. There's grandmas in cages. It's a fucking mess. They're just releasing people. We don't know what they're doing. We don't even track the crime because it's racist to track the crime. Um, yeah. It's... it's pretty fucking bad it's really fucking bad i i've been talking about it for fucking three years it's fucked it's fucked up and i'm not against immigration i think we should have immigration but i'll tell you what you can't just let everybody the fuck in it doesn't work it just doesn't so 
Hunter Biden stuff. Uh, sure. Woo. Nine charges, evasion of tax, failure to pay taxes, false fraudulent tax returns. The nature of Hunter's felony tax evasion scheme has been in the public domain for months, and now a normal taxpayer would be in jail. $683,000. Did I capture this? Uh, no. Here it is. $683,000 for various women. Do you know porn is free, Hunter? I mean, you could just... Porn? That's a lot of poontang, man. Wow, that's a lot of prostitution. 340000 basically, in clothing accessories. Adult entertainment. So when he wasn't banging every hooker everywhere, he was watching porno. And what is wrong with that guy? Like, what? The fuck is wrong with him? I mean, I know he's smoking cracks. So that's that's gonna fuck you up some. Yeah, it's gonna fuck you up. So here is uh, the media saying this is a nothing burger. Yeah, Michael, this is a complete collision course between yeah. you know the the political system and the legal system. What's fascinating is for both the president's son and for the former president, all at the same time. Yeah, I can't recall a time where uh, the, the legal and political systems have, have been on this kind of crash course. Um, I think politically, normally, um, the American people are, are less likely to uh, penalize a candidate for his family's uh, uh, charges. Um, and you would think in a, maybe in a normal world, uh, all these charges against Hunter Biden might take some steam out of the Republican argument that Joe Biden has weaponized the Justice Department uh, against, his, uh, against his political enemies. But, uh, you know, the key word there is no, in a normal time, uh, you got to keep in mind that uh, weaponizing the justice, justice system isn't just an accusation right now from President Trump. It's also a campaign promise uh, for a second term. Yeah, and just to jump in, uh, you know, this question of does the president's son receive preferential treatment, the majority of Americans back in June said yes. Uh, but again, it fell along partisan lines. So this can disrupt narratives. Um, but at the same time, I think to your point. There's a lot of detail in this filing, Lisa, about what Hunter Biden did spend the money on, um, a lavish lifestyle indeed, often funded by other people. First, let's establish the taxes were repaid, correct? They were. Maybe not by him specifically, maybe got some help, but they were repaid. Correct, and not necessarily in a timely manner either, right? It took several years for them to be paid, but as far as I understand, all of Hunter's tax liability has now been cleared. And this is comes after five months after that deal fell apart. Hunter right. Biden thought he was going to cut a deal and avoid prosecution. That deal falls apart, and now here we are. How serious are these charges? How much trouble is he in? They're very serious charges. And, you know, Willie, you know that in the District of Delaware, he's also facing those three charges on the gun. So we've got 12 counts against him. Calculations by our NBC News colleagues are that he could serve a maximum of 17 years in prison on these charges alone. These are extremely serious charges. I should also add that plea deal. At the time he cut the plea deal, Tom Winter and I sat at this table and said to the person anchoring, hey, other people would never have even been prosecuted for this so as to reach a plea deal. So the fact that we're at a place that post plea deal, he's facing even more serious charges shows me that there maybe is a two tiered system of. 
it's just so funny to watch this when you know the opposite. It would just be freaking insanity. It would go crazy. Uber Eats driver has two cars stolen in one day. And I tried to get this video earlier, and it just was being a total bitch. So let me see if I can snag it again. Probably can't. Probably not going to let me. Maybe it's this one. Let's see. Come on. Hook a brother up. Sorry, I was in the recycling bin. Hell yeah, I got that sumbitch finally. Here it is. Towed to an impound lot in Prince George's County. The letter instructed her to come get her car and to bring $463 in storage fees. It's just got to be hell to be living in cities like that right now. I mean, just fucking hell. That That's just... Wow, that would fucking suck. And last but not least, this was uh, pretty surprising. This came up for uh, The Daily Show asking Biden to step aside. We'll do a few short bullets after that and close this podcast out. Oh, my God. This is Biden's ego talking, okay? If you think there are other people who can beat him, step aside, all right? I know you think you've got this in the bag. (laughs) I I, I know he thinks he's got this in the bag, but the polls say otherwise. I want Biden stepping in to beat Trump the way I want him stepping in to defend me at a bar fight. (laughs) I appreciate you caring, but I don't like our chances. The point is, we don't need Biden to beat Donald Trump, just like we didn't need RBG to stay on the court, okay? Maybe if RBG had retired during the Obama years, we'd still have Roe v. Wade. Maybe. But people said, no, she needs to be here to protect Roe. And now, look, both of them are gone. (laughs) It's true, they're both gone. (laughs) See, the facts are, Biden's not getting any younger. He's not going to get any more popular, and he's not getting a new running mate. So please, Mr. President, give America the ultimate Christmas gift. And- yeah, that's that's different. Didn't, didn't, didn't see that happening. So five reasons you might actually want to watch the Army-Navy game. It is today. My wife wasn't feeling good. We're having my son over, so we're going to do it tomorrow and watch it then. But all the other stuff around the game, the pomp and circumstance is actually good football. It's also the only game on. Rivalry is fun. It's pure college football. And this year, if the doggone Army guys could not fuck this up, we could win the Commander's Cup, which would be really good. That's a picture I found this week. I just wanted to show it because fucking gorgeous. It's been on my phone. It's another picture I found. It's about soft forces and I'm going to tell you right now, that picture makes me giddy. Like on the show, I've only shown a few pictures that make me happy. One was a pop star in a dress and I shouldn't have done that, but I did. That makes me happier. I, I miss those days. PZ control. Freaking helicopters all over the place. Woke up. Well, let me finish with this. We're going to do uh, Governor. Uh, well, let's do first. This was on the Tonight Show. I'm just going to play them all together. Tonight Show is going to woke beard care, which is like, uh, yeah, woke beard care. 
for like women's stuff. Pricks are uh, vetoing a bill that just protected kids, but it's a whole thing for the Dems. A detransitioner and a teacher who was shit canned. And then we'll cover two quick bullet comments and then we'll be done. And I can't help but notice, but you have a beautiful beard. Thank uh, you. You're going into the beard kind of business. Yes, yeah. I have a, a gender-inclusive beard care brand uh, caring for facial hair that any, anybody, can, anybody can grow facial hair. They don't have to identify as, you know, a man. And a lot of the beard care brands out there right now are just kind of narrow focused to, you know, a Viking, you're a lumberjack, you're a warrior. And, you know, beards are beautiful. Beards make you beautiful. Yeah. This frankly is messing with people's lives, and also telling the medical community, you know what, you don't know what the heck And uh, those two things just appear to me really so. I, my, my goal here is to sign this as quickly as possible, so I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Love it. surgery um, a few hours after I was feeling very sick and they noticed that there was um, something wrong with me and I don't remember what the condition was I think it it was like bleeding inside like this side was very very large with blood so that same night I had to be rushed into the emergency room for another surgery and that was like as it's I they should know that for me and other people who do transition, we were once just as sure about transitioning as they are. Nobody transitions with doubts in their mind. I was 100% sure that I was going to live as male for the rest of my life. Obviously, I know everybody knows that once, once you get surgery, there's risks of complications, but I guess you never think that it's going to happen to yourself. Usually, double mastectomies, they are very, like, glorified into the trans uh, unit. I was very open with uh, my father and my family, and I, I think I was crying every meeting I had with them when talking about my father, but still, they, they didn't see any red flags. A teacher had a Facebook page for teachers and parents and began to spread rumors that I was a Nazi. My name is Ray Shelton and I've worked here at the Glendale Unified School District for 25 years. There have been some issues regarding transgender ideology implementation. There were a group of parents who wanted to get together to go down to the board and ask me to speak for them. On April 18th, I went down to the board. I didn't identify myself as a Glendale teacher. I just said a few, I think, non-controversial things, you know, two plus it was for biology is not bigotry. I basically criticized transgender ideology. And the next day I went into my workplace, the principal came down, they sat down and 
had a formal letter relieving me of my duties and putting me on paid leave, telling me that there had been complaints lodged against me. And then they escorted me to the edge of the property. She went beyond that, saying that I had engaged in hate speech. Parents in the community began to spread rumors on the social media. I was doxxed and I received death threats. And then I forgot one. I found this channel and it came up in our feed. And of course, I closed the window because I'm a dumbass. Uh, Normal Gaze. Uh, this is the channel. Uh, shut up. Brad Palumbo. And it's a very interesting look at um, homosexuals looking at the craziness that is our, the LGBTQ community. Just get gayer and gayer and more queer. If you target trans folks, fuck you. Xeno pronouns. Perhaps one of the most beautiful concepts. Now, Amir, I've got to get your thoughts on just a handful of the crazy videos. People have started sending me them because they know I do yeah. this uh, that I found on TikTok this week. Uh, let's roll the first one. There's a joy for queer people. It's not just coming out. It's how much gayer you get day by day. You just get gayer and gayer and more queer. Like you feel your power grow. It is wild. So do you get gayer and gayer by day, Amir? This is exactly what I was talking about when I said I can't stand when we're expected to act a certain way that because we're gay, we're supposed to like, oh my gosh, we just get gayer and gayer and gayer. No. That it pisses me off so much because it's not real. It's fake. It's fraudulent. Also, like, why can why... is not a superpower? It doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you worse, but it doesn't make you special at all. It's just, and these people want to be normal and accepted. So they want to be accepted so bad, but then you're doing stuff like this where it's like it's just fake. No straight person does this. No straight person says this. That it's just not true. That's not the case. And. Uh, also, most I, gay people funny. don't talk like this and aren't like this, but these are the ones that go viral on TikTok or get mm -hmm. platformed by like LGBT media, which is hot garbage, most of it. Um, these are the ones that get platformed and boosted. And then, you know, a lot of people will roll their eyes at this kind of thing and they think it's cringe and stupid because it is. And maybe they'll hold that against that whole LGBT community, even though it's really not representative at all. Right. And it's sad because I used to watch the Try Guys all the time in high school and college. Like, I loved Eugene. He was so funny. But then he made that coming out video. And, I mean, you see it's like night and day. It's like the man flew out the closet and completely changed his whole personality. And for some people, yeah, they are, they are suppressing themselves and their true identity. But this idea that you are gay and then now you're out here acting, quote unquote, gay, you're, at, that, at that point, you're just a copy and paste clone. How are you individual? How are you any different when you're acting like that? Yeah, you I think gayer and gayer and gayer. Some gay people are genuinely effeminate, and that's totally fine. But then there's oh, yeah. also some people who like adopt this gay persona because it will make them popular or it's cool in a way. And I think that's just as inauthentic as oppressing your actual self. Exactly. All right. Completely. Up agree. next, uh, let's see what we've got here. Everyone transitions at some time in their life Whether from child to adult or maybe girlfriend to wife We're all taking steps to make our lives feel more true So kindly if you target trans folks Fuck you Right up the tush <laughs> So first off, 
I'm going to give this one a two out of 10 for the musical performance. Yeah, I'll give it, not even, I'll give it a six. I love the ukulele. Oh, <laughs> She's okay. not the ukulele. You're very kind. But uh, the content, no. <laughs> it's a really, really good channel. So you should give it a look. And I finished this with four more minutes, but the dog on mic went crazy again because I, uh, I don't know what's going on. Um, I think I just wanted to cover, there was a great thread by Vocal Distal, I think it's his handle, talking about the left ties you into the theory because you don't want them to freak out. So they freak out so you will talk the way they want you to so you won't freak out. And I thought it was really interesting. But um, I don't know if I can pull this back up, but I'll just read off. Uh, Massachusetts School District informed parents that ne- nearly... Every hotel will be filled up entirely with migrants as their children will be attending schools and the district is forced to accept them. Our tax dollars are funding the hotel stays and the free education. Massachusetts has few sanctuary cities and in August declared a state emergency over the migrant crisis. And I think that's just another example of how slowly but surely the ideology is fucking you. And hopefully over time, because if you you if I, I I took a test just recently on political positions, I was liberal. But in the current world, I'm conservative. And I've had this conversation with numerous people just in real life that you know what was a liberal is now a conservative. What was a conservative is a far rightist, and what whatever those people are on the left we don't even know what the hell that is that's just fucking crazy town it's like a cult to beat the right they became their own cult with their own religion and that religion is just so hard to keep up with that just normal liberals don't identify anymore but then we go into these elections and you just have to pick between bad and worse and it's really kind of disheartening so this wraps up another episode of Flower Politic Podcast. Share this with family and friends. Go to Flower Politic with a K at SoundCloud, 482467 at Rumble for the vid, Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to go with our next podcast on the 13th of December, year of Lord 2023. Until then, disconnect from all your devices. Don't give the yeah, yeah. Send an email if you've got any new music that I might not know about. Send it. It doesn't matter. Country, whatever it is, I'll play it. We'll do a review. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm doing these reviews and TikToks. Just do some fun stuff because it's, it's getting repetitive and we're all getting tired of it. So, as always, thanks for listening. Take care. Every death is a tragedy, y'all. Seven lives.